Hello and welcome to the F1 Review Podcast with me, Tom Lomas, and I'm joined today by the laughing Reese and Ruth. Do you have a little giggle over there, guys? Yeah, Ruth did, did something funny literally before we pressed record. So. Nice. Still having another giggle to myself. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Well, uh, we're here in the UK as we always are in our different areas of the UK, but I'm pretty sure the whole of the UK right now is about the temperature of an oven. You know, we've set it to gas mark six and we're all cooking. It's so hot here in the UK right now. So please excuse any sweat or any you know <laughs> heat that we might be giving off, and especially if the episode's a bit shorter today, we just want to get outside and have a solero. To be honest. Um, but yeah, how are you guys? You guys okay? Yeah, well, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I've got my fan on in the nice. corner, so yeah. So that's so what we're that's we what wearing. Is yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've also want to just quickly apologise that we are a little bit late today. Uh, again, you might have seen our tweet. If you haven't, go check out the tweet. Uh, that will explain why it was Reese's fault again. Surprise, surprise. Uh, but he's now 21. So happy birthday, Reese! Thanks. How does it? How does it feel being old now? I've got a headache because I'm hungover. Yeah. Um. So, um, a, a, a company that I probably can't name because we're not sponsored by them. Do not because. twelve shots. Not because because we are unofficially <laughs> sponsored by them. Um, they do twelve uh, twelve shots for three pound. Um, and my uncle thought it was a good idea to just keep buying shots and shots and shots. Like because the shop is literally about a. Uh, a minute walk from my house nice um so yeah i'm very very much hungover do drink responsibly as uh nico rosberg says don't have a headache the next next morning that's, yeah. that's what i'm saying yeah especially nice. in a heat wave this there's like I, I would be sweating already because i'm hungover and then the mm. heat's not helping so well i'll tell you what reese someone else had a birthday this weekend it was f1 oh. they were 70 years old and we had the 70th yeah. anniversary GP, the F170 GP, whatever they're going to call it. There's about seven different names, I'm pretty sure. All involving the yeah. number 70, though. Um, and it was a pretty good race. And that's what we're here to talk about today. So let's 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 get on it. Let's not beat around the bush anymore. I've, I've got a quick question, though, to oh, beat around the Reece bush. wants to beat around the bush a bit more, yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just, to, just to beat that bush a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. If you were to be on the big screen doing your cele- celebratory cam, yeah. what would you be doing? Um, Can you please show me? Uh, this is this is for all the uh, for all the YouTube watchers. I go, I go, Hello. go, go, Max. Juice <laughs> yeah. in my pint, or I've got yeah. not juice. Obviously, I've okay. got juice at the moment. That was... but... Maybe we, we should record a special F1 review one where all of us do this. Yeah, and drink in the corner. That'd be great advertising. Where our screens meet yeah. down here. Just... Yeah. Oh, it's all just. Reese, get a drink. Come on. I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have one with me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was good. My favourite uh, fan cam, to be honest, was the bloke supporting Lando that just poured milk over him. Did you see that one? Yeah, 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 yeah that was a good one. That was a good one. That's what made me ask the question. So, yeah, yeah, that anyways, was a good one. Uh, anyway, anyways, moving on to the race. Let's talk a little bit. We had another beautiful appearance from Nico Hulkenberg. Um, Perez tested positive again, very unfortunate. So he couldn't continue this weekend. He couldn't race. So Nico came back. And I think he got his chance this weekend to really show the F1 paddock why he deserves a seat in F1, doesn't he? Let's talk about his qualifying performance first. Got that P3 in qualifying, outperformed everyone apart from the Mercedes. It was it was pretty impressive, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, we should say first that Perez isn't unwell, unwell. Like he's, he's not showing symptoms and yeah. stuff. He's so he's still 
he's, he's, he's all yeah. right. He's just carrying it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to talk about Hulkenberg, uh, what a qualifying. P3. Amazing. You can't beat it. Uh, apparently, my phone thought I said, hey, Siri, then. <laughs> I did not. Uh, yeah, but Hulkenberg, P3. Uh, you thought the fairy tale was going to come true, didn't you? Uh, I wish it could have done. That's I wish it could have done. Yeah. Although, I was I... so happy when he, when he got P3. It was just an amazing, like, qualifying. Yeah. I think my favourite bit about qualifying was uh, I had to watch it late because I've got a job. And I text say well, I text the group chat, the F1 review group chat, saying, uh, "Please don't spoil it, guys. Uh, I'm in work." And credit to Tom, uh, Reese put Hulkenberg P3. Love to see it. Tom sent a spoiler alert, but he just didn't push it far enough out of sight. If he would have sent a couple, then I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have scrolled up. But I, I ended up seeing it in the end. I'll do that next but, yeah. time. I'll send like six. Yeah, send yeah. six. Yeah. <laughs> You, you were ecstatic, weren't you, Ruth? You, you couldn't quite hold it in, could you? I was so happy. It was just amazing. Like, Especially after he didn't get to race last week. It was just a very good start yeah. to what was about to come in Definitely. the race after. And obviously we saw um, Ross Brawl, and I don't know if you guys saw this, came out after the weekend. Obviously he's now the, I think, managing director of Formula 1 or something, but um, was for a long time the team principal at Mercedes, or at least at the start of the Mercedes campaign, he was the team principal there before Toto. Uh, and he said, he's actually come out and said that if Lewis Hamilton hadn't agreed to go to Mercedes when he did, uh, Nico Hulkenberg was their second choice. So they would have signed Nico wow. to that Mercedes. So who knows? We could have we could have seen Nico Hulkenberg, six-time world champion. It's good to see him performing. It's yeah, good to see him. It is really yeah. good to see him back. That's def- Yeah, really, that's for sure. And I think, uh, yeah, I'm hoping he's done enough this weekend. I don't know if he's going to be in Spain again. He might be. Depends on obviously what Perez comes back as. Um, but you know, I'm hoping that he's done more than enough this weekend to really show why he deserves that seat in in Formula One. But whether or yeah. not one will open, that's another question, isn't it? I'm really anyway. hopeful that he will get a seat. But you know, you just can't really predict you can't. what happens because sometimes you think one person is going to go in, but then there's a shock new driver or something like that so yeah. or sometimes magnuson and grosjean manage to keep a seat for another year yeah that's true honestly that's the seat i think he's most likely to get is that one at Haas, which i don't want yeah. him to see get because Haas are not the team that's going they need to perform if they want him do you know what i mean mm-hmm. he's not going to get a podium in the house let's say that um but that was qualifying let's talk about the race let's give a little bit of a review about the race and we'll say about what we thought about the race uh ruth if you want to start um, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Ooh. I clearly enjoyed it much more than other people, mostly because Hulkenberg was racing. But I actually thought it was quite interesting with all of the, like, those couple of mistakes that were happening, interesting strategies with the new tyres, and it was just a good race overall. It was actually a really good race, and I really enjoyed that aspect of it, the kind of... It was a very strategic race. It wasn't clear cut. It wasn't going to be done on track. And I think we know that in the first couple of laps when, mm. you know, in the first few laps, someone got on the radio, I think it was to Bottas, uh, his engineer got on the radio and said, tyres are critical. And when you hear that in the first few laps, you know it's going to be a good race. <laughs> yep. When you can hear that straight away. What about you? What did you think? It, how do you think it was, Reese? Um. Well, I, I think I'd give it a DNW out of 10. Uh, that stands for did not watch. Because, well, I did, but I didn't. It was very hard for me to concentrate. I ended up getting kicked out of the house because a surprise party was being thrown for me that I didn't ask for. But then I guess, why would you ask for a surprise party? 
True. Um, uh, however, I did end up getting kicked out of the house. Uh, we went to Pizza Hut. Uh, not sponsored again. I'm, I'm naming a lot of brands here. Uh, not sponsored, but we went to Pizza Hut. I managed to watch literally the formation lap, and then the guy was like, "Right, your time's up on the table." Like, All right, see you later. <laughs> Got in the car. I listened to it on. I think it was Five Live, and um, it was so confusing to follow on radio. Uh, I got back on about lap twenty and sat and watched it on my phone. And even that, like, I, I was I was already lost by that point. I was a lost cause, really. So I missed I missed Vettel's spin, but I saw it in the uh, in the race hits. So I did I did check out the race hits to check what was kind of going on. Yeah, yeah. So, so you you had a very uh, a very miss and match kind of uh, watch of the race. Then you didn't get you didn't get the details. Well, I got I got qualifying spoiled for me. And then uh, I missed the race. Right. So it was a good weekend. Right. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, lovely talking to you, Reese. But we'll uh, we'll see yeah. you next week. Yeah. Bye. See you later. Yeah, He's gone. Bye. Just kidding. You can come back. I'll let you back in. Thank you. Um. Yeah. So I think I'll give it an eight out of ten as well. Like I said, I didn't actually give it a number before. I went straight to Reese. But I think I'll give it an eight out of ten. Like I said, I like the the strategic elements that it that it definitely had. Uh. But you alluded to it a little bit then, Reese. At the start, we saw a classic Sebastian Vettel move. Went for a little spin round into turn two i think it was went out of turn one lost the back end and span into two. Ah, oh, seb 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 what's what's going on there it's it's ferrari is just falling apart isn't it with him he's not happy there at all he needs to leave sooner rather than I, later i think i saw a tweet and i can't fully remember it now but it was oh yeah no it, it said that sebastian vettel is the last is like the last uh, the last series of games of thrones mm. because you knew how good it has been and you just want to you want to watch it till the end, even though it keeps not handing you what you just want. Just getting worse yeah. and worse. Yeah. yeah, just getting worse and worse. And and part so. of me thinks maybe it's just the Ferrari car. He's never been suited to it because you look at him in the Red Bull, and he was always he was all right. He was a good driver in that Red Bull. I mean, you don't get four titles from not being a good driver. And yes, he had a good car under him, but it was nowhere near as dominant as something like the Mercedes has been. He was actually doing very well in that car still. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think it's like everyone said. It's like just the worst divorce you've yeah. ever seen. It is. It's falling apart. I think at one point he was on the radios. He was just not happy on that radio he at wasn't. all. He wasn't. And then afterwards, I think he said that he felt like he had been sacrificed so that Leclerc could have had a really good strategy or something. Yeah. It's just a lot of. I think both sides don't really know what to do or where to go. I think the first mistake from where they, they are now. The first mistake they made was that they did it before even the start season started. Like he he's mm. gone into the season knowing that there's no point in him pushing this car, getting his team points because he's not they're not faithful to him. Why should he be faithful to them? Kind of thing. Yeah, it's a very and, um, very messy thing, isn't it? He also narrowly missed signs, which is kind of yeah. ironic yeah. that signs is going to be the one that replaced True, him and he yeah. nearly took him out of the race. Quite symbolic, so. yeah. To be fair, and it was um, Sainz's reactions and better driving that Vettel that stopped Vettel from going into him. He managed to react to move out of the way of him. Yeah. Shows. I have to uh, say, got... his reaction time... Was a freeze. <laughs> to yeah. that was one of the best things I've ever seen it was. in Formula 1. Yeah, it yeah. was good. Like, it was so, so good and so quick of him to move his car. Yeah. So, I've, I, I'm going to take the lead on like the next little quick so you send us the points obviously right, producer, yeah, yeah. Producer. Yeah. i'll take the lead on the next point because i don't i like i said did not watch um but the the tire strategies right so you put here in the notes red bull nailed it mercedes what went wrong yeah 
And Tom, seeing as you're a Red Bull fan, uh, you take the lead on this one because yeah. you know I've not got my Red Bull well. my Red Bull shirt on today. I'm wrapping the uh, wrong side that one. <laughs> I'm wrapping the Wolves merch. Uh, <laughs> also there. Uh, we're the best team in Europe. Don't question it. No, um, no one else. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I, th- I think Red Bull definitely nailed it. You can't deny it. Making the inspired choice to start the Chapon on those hard tyres was definitely the right choice, not on the mediums, because you saw in the first few laps, like we said earlier on, Bottas knew those tyres were going to be critical. They knew that strategy was going to be a big part of this race. Um, and Red Bull knew that from qualifying. They, they put him on the right tyre, and throughout the race, they perfectly covered off Mercedes. I, I genuinely don't think they could have made a better choice uh, in that race. I think it went perfectly for them. Interesting, though, I think Verstappen helped that so much because his engineer got on the radio to him and said do not push those tires we don't want to have that we don't want to fall off and Verstappen said there's a really good bit of team radio he said this is the only chance I'm going to get to fight those Mercedes I don't want to sit behind them like a grandma and I think that's that was a great opinion to have because actually he pushed he didn't sit there and let his tires cool down he pushed got past the Mercedes and got enough far enough ahead of them that he could pit and continue ahead of them. You know, it was it was inspired, and I think from both parties they raced really, really well, and obviously got the victory because of it. Well, I'll leave the next question then on to Ruth because um, I want to know, like, do you think this is Mercedes' weakness? Do you reckon, you know, this is this is the falling point of what is the Silver Arrows? I think they just seemed to struggle so much on those tyres. Just anything they did just didn't seem to work. They had to pit much more because they couldn't cope and I think a lot of the times in the race Hamilton kept saying he thought there was an issue with his car because of how his tyres were spotting Yeah. and obviously Bottas had really really bad blisters on his tyres as well so I think maybe it is just a a point that Mercedes didn't consider and the fact that the tyre pressure went up I think they might have tailored their cars really well to what it was before Mm. but with the higher tyre pressure Maybe it isn't quite how they wanted it to be. Well, and that is that should be a concern for them because if it is temperatures is their weakness, if it's a hot circuit, that's where they're struggling with the tires. We're going to Italy three times this season, and that is not a country that's notoriously cold, is it? I was going to say you literally took the question out of my mouth. How do you reckon they'll fare in Italy? Yeah, exactly. Took the question straight out of my mouth. (laughs) I think an interesting point though about that is the Ferrari. Not Vettel, obviously, but Leclerc. Definitely. He managed to do 33 laps on one set of tyres yeah. and get P4 from it. That's like, amazing. Honestly, and if the Mercedes are weak, then maybe Leclerc does have a chance at yeah. pushing up. I think we said this last week, but I'm saying it again. Uh, this is just the best drive I think I can see from Leclerc in his career, maybe. He's in a car which is a dog of a car, and he's now got... Well, he's got two. He's very nearly got three podiums in that car now, uh, and he, none of them were given to him. He he has driven really well in that car to get all the points he's got so far, in a car that Sebastian's struggling to get into the points with. Uh, and obviously, mm. I don't want to compare them as drivers. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there necessarily, but Leclerc does look to be really pushing that car and showing actually he's a really good driver. I think I was going to say you've got to take your hat off to Leclerc for for what he's what he's doing. Sorry, go on, Ruth. Sorry, I was just going to say, I think comparing him to how Vettel is in the same car, yeah. it's just a shame because maybe Vettel could be where Leclerc is as well. 
Well, speaking about the difference in drivers, we kind of saw a little bit of that with the uh, outgoing, outparting Ricardo uh, compared to Esteban Ocon this weekend because it's always been the other way around. We've always seen Ricardo kind of showing the younger Ocon, look, this is how you drive this car. Yeah. This weekend was completely different and it was kind of topped off with uh, with well, what can be only described as a weird spin for Daniel Ricciardo. What are your thoughts on that, Tom? I think for Daniel... The spin was weird. It was it was uh, a mistake you don't often see from Ricardo. Ricardo is not a driver known for making mistakes. He's normally very clinical in how he how he drives. And obviously, I don't know what caused the mistake. I don't know if that was an issue with the car or if he was just pushing it too hard. It looked to me from the replays like he just got on the loud pad a little bit too early coming out that corner. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite estimate what was going to happen there. Um, and he made that mistake and did kind of ruin his race from there. He didn't get. I think he got lapped in the end and just didn't really get anywhere with it. I don't think it's anything to blame him for. Everyone makes mistakes. You see drivers do it all the time. And Ricardo is probably due one. He's been clinical for a long time without making. I think the last mistake you can properly say he made was probably Baku 2017 when him and... Uh, 2018? 18? Mm. Yeah, when him and uh, Verstappen obviously uh, had a little bit of... Uh, an I, I can't say that, but... Yeah. You can't say that, but we'll call it an oopsie-daisy. <laughs> um, so then the next question that I've got for Ruth is... With Ricardo moving uh, to McLaren to join Lando Norris, Lando's kind of been performing a little bit better than Sainz recently. How do you reckon Ricardo will fare uh, when compared to Norris, not compared to Ocon? I watched an interesting clip after the race with the interviews with Ricardo, and Norris is walking past and they have a bit of banter, you know, yeah. talking about like, you know, just being competitive and stuff. So I think that the two together could be a really good team, like a good dynamic duo where both of them are constantly doing well and pushing each other to be better, which is exactly how all the teams in Formula One should be. Well, that was actually a great bit of video you saw from uh, uh, Ricardo's on board at the end of the race. Norris walked past and just bonked him on the head with his hand on top of his helmet. (laughs) There's already a great relationship there, and I think that will really blossom in the team as well. Um, obviously, I mean, Carlos and, and, and Lando already have a great relationship, but I think him and Ricardo, they're mm-hmm. just going to be next level. They're, so, they're just a comedy you, aren't they? They're the, they're the, they're the comedy relief of the paddock. Um, I think another thing that was really nice with Ricardo, he's just such a great sportsman anyway. Mm. But obviously, Verstappen had got the win. Yeah. And at the end, you know, Ricard- you see Ricardo and Verstappen walking next to each other, talking about the race and stuff. He's just a very nice person, and it's nice to see such a I mean, great attitude they, they are, just carries they are def- definitely both people who you know you want to go for a beer with after the race yeah but during the race watch out because they will overtake you yeah. and your grandma on the same corner that's it exactly i think they, they they they're all smiles and jokes off the track but as soon as that visor goes down that yeah. that, that smile drops and they become Game serious races and i'm gonna love to see what they do in a car next year because i think uh, obviously, the original question was, how do you think Ricardo will, will compare against Norris? I think Ricardo still will be uh, maybe not better than, at least equal to. Obviously, Ricardo's had much more experience. He's had a long time in a Formula 1 car. He's driven one of the top three cars. Yeah, I think Ricardo will want himself to be the big the big boy at the team. He's going to be the one that's going to go and get the, the points, the podiums, you have, whatever. Um, but Lando's got a podium now. He knows what he's doing and he's going to want to push for it as well. And I, think... I think it'll be a much better relationship, not like Hamilton and Bottas in 
the way that you know everyone sees Bottas as a second driver, mm. not part of the team. I feel like it will be both of them are equal and are constantly both Definitely. given the opportunity yeah. to to get well. Yeah, I think they'll be very much equals. Like, to be fair, Carlos and Lando, I think, already are. Um, so I briefly talked about the Haas earlier, saying how do they both have the seats. And we saw issues for Haas, again, with a quite a strange DNF, Ruth. I'll let, I'll let you take this one. Yeah, so they came out saying that basically what had happened was that the Haas reused old parts that they had used in the race before from when Magnussen had his crash mm. and the car was just using up tires and that it just was more safe for them to bring the car in and retire than it was for them to continue the race. It probably also was along the lines that he was, they're not going to get points anyway. They're, you know, risking their engine more and putting more wear on it to get no points to be last. What's the point when they can just save it a bit more? take it to Spain and, and have a bit of a better go. It wasn't a DNF on track. It wasn't a DNF like from a crash or anything. It was a very simple pit lane. We're just taking out the race. So yeah. it uh, was weird, but I don't know if it... I don't well, know. Speaking about weird things, we also saw a last-minute pit stop from Hulkenberg. And yeah. uh, Tom, I know you've got some speculation on this. Uh, you know, the uh, the old conspiracy theorist yeah. yourself. Let me get my tinfoil hat on. Let me get my tinfoil yeah. hat on. Here we go. I haven't got one. I wish I did. That'd be great. That should be, be quite, good, That'd be quite a good bit of content. That some, you good, did. some good uh, pre-podcast prep. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think of this uh, last minute pit stop then? I think it, yeah, it was, it was very weird. And obviously I think they came out with a, with a reason as to why it happened, but, and I don't want to say this, but it could very easily be more along the lines that Stroll was not performing, Hulk, outperforming Hulkenberg. He was behind Hulkenberg and couldn't get past Hulkenberg. And that doesn't look good when you're kind of one of the main drivers in the team and the driver that's been dragged in to do the weekend is, is beating you. It doesn't look good. And obviously, is I just knocked my microphone, sorry. Yeah, and obviously, don't hear your mic. Obviously, his dad is, is the owner. He could very easily put a call into the team and say, tell Hulkenberg he needs to come in for new tyres. You know, I don't know. It, it's speculation. So uh, do you have the actual reason, Ruth, or, or not? Oh, it's very frozen. I think Ruth... Uh not with us at the moment um falling asleep. Ruth, so we mean we've talked about it slightly and she said that she thought it was for tires that they thought that last... yeah so oh. um Hulkenberg... she's, <laughs> she's woke up she's oh. woke up god am i here yeah you're yes here. go go you're live you're live oh oh what? <laughs> go on you're live quick we're not editing this go you're live Okay, so Hulkenberg actually reported that he had a really bad vibration in his car, and so he didn't think he was going to make it to the end of the race on the tyres that he had. And so he actually said after as well, we were forced to pit off the prime set. I got a couple of nice big blisters on both rear tyres, and the vibration got so quickly out of hand that within two or three laps, it skyrocketed. I don't think the tyres could have survived to the end. Maybe, well, but at the same time, a lot of other people also did that. Was it a safety pit? I don't know. It's all speculation. Obviously, it, well, finished after, behind in the end. I was going to say after watching last week's and uh, you know the the tire the way the tires performing, maybe it was just a safety pit stop. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been definitely. Yeah. Well, another I think team. It was that... Go on, Ruth. Carry on. <laughs> no, I was I was segueing, but go on. <laughs> I said. 
I think it was worth them hitting as opposed to risking a yeah. DNF. Yeah. I think, you know, it could have gone either way. So maybe it was just best for them not to risk it and to get more points. Yeah, very true. It could it, yeah, it's speculation though, isn't it? You love a bit of uh, conspiracy. That's what makes us. That's what makes Formula One good. You do. Well, uh, Hulkenberg struggled with his tyres. Another th- team that was struggling with my team, McLaren. Um, we finished 9th and 14th, so at least uh, Lando was in the points. But um, what went wrong? It's an open question. What yeah, went wrong? Uh, well, yeah, it's an open question. There's no answer. I don't know exactly yeah. went, 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 I don't know exactly what went wrong. There we go. Get my words there out. There it is. There um, it is, England. It's It was a tricky one, I think, for them this weekend. I don't know. If it was tyres as well, they might have been having a similar issue to, obviously, what everyone else was having. So they might have just not wanted to push on them. I don't know. Um, but I think it was just a similar issue that all of the teams were having. It was just a case that some of the teams were able to manage it much better in their car than the other ones were. So just a quick follow-up for me who didn't watch the race. Yeah. Um, how far... How did Vettel's nearly crashed with science how did that affect science didn't did he, did he drop quite a bit didn't, no, didn't he, at all he just right. he just went off the circuit a little bit and came back on it there was no contact yeah yeah just had to swerve to I avoid didn't know, i didn't know whether he had to slam on go off the track so that that, that would put him back yeah, sort no. of thing okay so that's why that's just... why i was blaming for that in yeah. my head yeah. <laughs> yeah i think norris was stuck for quite a long time because um he was trying to overtake mm. i think he was behind yeah. ricardo for a while I think maybe Gasly as well. I actually think yep. Sainz might have had an issue in his pit stop. I think he, they wanted, yeah. It was uh, the gun yes. front it left. It was the gun on the front the left. Gun, yeah. The gun couldn't get the tyre on. Yeah, that's yeah. what happened Yeah, the front left tyre got a bit sticky, I think, and couldn't get the the gun to work. Yeah. Uh, very good. Right. Well, thanks, Reese, for taking my job for All a right. few I questions could, there. I'll come I back now. Leave. Thank you very much. Sorry, um, Sorry guys. No. Honestly, uh, actually, to the viewers, let us know if you like this kind of more. Everyone's sort of throwing questions in, doing this kind of thing. Tell us what you think. I, I, I enjoyed th- it. I, I think it was quite good. Um, I liked it. But I, I mean, mainly, right mainly because I was going to say mainly because it got me out of my job of reviewing it. Even though, sorry, reviewing it. Even though I, uh, you know, didn't, didn't watch, watch the race. Yeah. So yeah, that helped me. Well, <laughs> one bit that uh, you might have seen because it's been all over social media was this bit. Uh, and it was right at the end. Obviously, the podium had just finished. You had uh, Verstappen up top, uh, Hamilton second, Bottas third. Uh, Hamilton had finished spraying his champagne, put the bottle down, looked to his right. There was a lovely first place trophy. Grabbed it, off he went. And Verstappen kind of turned around and went, hang on, that's mine. <laughs> so then Hamilton had to come back and get his second place trophy when no one else was on there. It was a, a bit of a funny one. Is that is Hamilton just so used to winning now? Do you think he doesn't even care about which trophy he takes? He just always takes the first place one? Or was it an innocent mistake? What do you reckon? I want to say no, just because I want <laughs> Hamilton to be, you know, that guy. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it, was, it was obviously an innocent mistake. It's just what he's used to. I think it's it muscle was memory. because it was on his way out as well. Yeah. He's, he normally goes there to spray whoever comes on with him and then walks past mm. his first place trophy. It, it was just funny to see... Verstappen's reaction of kind of like, oh, uh, that's my trophy, actually. <laughs> like, he like ran after him. He was like, Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. He slaps him on the back of his head. <laughs> Give me that. Yeah, he's lucky his name's not Esteban Ocon. He's got a fist in the face. Um, but let's talk about that. So Mercedes finally haven't won a race. I think this was a season that a lot of people were saying, could Mercedes take every single win? 
no, they can't. Rebel have denied them of that. And actually, it's done quite a lot of interesting things to the points. Um, Bot- uh, Bottas now falls to third in the points. Verstappen has overtaken him for second. Bottas yeah. on 73, Max on 77. Uh, it's been really tough for Bottas these last couple of races. He's got pole at this Grand Prix. It was his to win, but obviously the tyres have failed him here. Weekend before, obviously had that puncture two laps before the end, of, ended up finishing just outside the points. Uh, and Hamilton, obviously, has got a win in the second place. It hasn't really affected him at all. That's put Bottas from, I think, four, point, four points behind going into Silverstone to now 34 points behind coming out. That's That's really harsh, isn't it? Well, the driver standings are really hotting up because uh, I, I literally just sounded like Crofty on the game then. <laughs> on the driver standings are hot, hot enough. Uh, yeah, so Hamilton's ahead on 107, which, mm. you know, he's out of the way now. Uh, Verstappen 77, Bottas 73. Then there's a bit of a jump to Leclerc in fourth on 45. But then it's Leclerc 45, Norris, four, uh, Norris 38, Albon 36, mm. Stroll uh, 28. So, you know, it is... It is Close. I think Lando it, is the one there that's it, that really sticks uh, out. Everyone can jump. Yeah, L- Lando's the one that really sticks out there because he uh, he's he's definitely outperforming himself to be there. I think Albon also should probably be a bit higher than that. He'd probably like to be a bit higher than that. But Lewis, 107 points out. He's 30 points at the top. It's his title to lose. Surely he's he he's pretty much got his name on the trophy already, hasn't he? Well, you wouldn't be expecting to see Norris until you know around the. Eighth, ninth, tenth, man. Exactly. In my opinion. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I reckon they can start uh, putting Lewis's name into that trophy for a whatever many time it is now. I've lost count. It's too many times. Well, even <laughs> even a DNF, he's still going to be five points ahead of the Mac. Well, four points with fastest lap. He's even if he doesn't finish a race and someone gets fastest lap and wins that race, he will still be yeah. four points clear of Verstappen at that point. Uh, uh, he's he's in a nice position to be in, isn't he? He's he's. Over a race clear, and that's that's always a good place to be. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're off to we're off to Spain next. Uh, we're off to the Spanish Grand Prix. We've been there once already this season, but it was a long time ago, back in February. Now, um, Spain. What are we thinking, guys? Where do, what do we think is going to happen here? It's going to be hot. Does that mean we're going to see Mercedes struggling again? What do you think? Let's get your uh, your podium and your pole position, please. Um. I'll hand to Ruth first because I need to think. I don't have a clue. Yeah. Have we lost Ruth? There's just a massive delay on this, isn't there? There is a huge delay. She's gone and she's coming back. Back better than ever. It's Ruth Kira. Hey! <laughs> Go on. There's about a 30 Go second me. delay on that, Ruth. <laughs> I was talking for about a minute. And then realised none of you could hear me. The, listen, the listeners will absolutely love it. Go on, what's your podium? So I was going to say, I think there'll be a lot of issues with tyres again and that teams will really struggle to manage them. I think it'll be an interesting um, qualifying with maybe Verstappen first, Bottas second, maybe Leclerc third. You think, you think that and Lewis then, isn't even going to qualify in the top three? I don't think he will. Whoa. Okay. And then I think for the race, I think first Verstappen, second Leclerc, third Bottas. Whoa. So you're thinking Lewis is going to have an absolute stinker of a weekend then? That's it, yes. Right, so for me, 
I I don't know still. I won. <laughs> I can't tell if you're talking to me or not. <laughs> now you're interrupting me, Ruth. What's happening? Right. So qualifying, qualifying. Lewis is going to get pole. I, I, however, do not think that Ruth is right about the tyres because Silverstone's notorious for the wear on the tyres. Um, so I don't think the tyres will be put under that much pressure in Spain. Um, so, yeah, I reckon I reckon Lewis pole. And then my podium, I'm going to go Valtteri first, Lewis second. And it's always it's always who's third. Yeah. I want to say Charles Leclerc third. However, Whoa. I don't I don't know because that that Ferrari's wrestling it around the circuit at the minute, isn't he? Mm, um, is. Yeah, I, yeah. Or I'll tell you what I would want. To, this is what I'd like to see now. Mm-hmm. Albon, Albon third. Yeah, that's probably a nice thing to see. Actually, yeah, I agree with that. I want to see him get a podium. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> he still hasn't got one. He needs one. How did Red Bull fare last uh, last year around? Spain? Uh, not very well, but this car is, they also didn't fare very well at Silverstone last year and they won it this weekend. They haven't won a race in Silverstone since 2012. That's how long it's been. So, yeah. Well, there we go. I think you can't compare this year's car with last year's. I don't think it's a completely different beast. Um, but I don't think Mercedes is going to be stopped this weekend. I think they're going to come back. I don't think they're going to continue being weak. They don't want to and they'll be back with a vengeance. That's what, how Mercedes just are. They don't like being down. Oh, they're back with Avengers or a vengeance? A vengeance. Right, so Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Uh, but yeah, I think Hamilton pole, Hamilton win, Bottas second, Verstappen third. I think we're going to see that again. Um, I can't see any many too many curveballs coming this weekend. I reckon whoever gets highest up in qualifying out the two Mercedes will take the race. Well, Bottas got pole this weekend though, and he didn't take the race, did he? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but he, he he struggled, didn't he? True. But that's that's what I reckon. I reckon they'll get the lead. They'll get the twenty seconds like they normally do, and then that's it. Easy casting. Yeah. yeah. Right then. Well, until next weekend, uh, I, I think that that will be a nice place to draw the line. It's been a little bit of a shorter episode today, slightly. It's actually still about forty minutes, um, but I honestly can't keep going because I'm actually about to sweat uh, out of this shirt. It's just going to slip off me because that's how sweaty I am. There's a nice image for you all to imagine. That's so uh yes apologies again for the technical difficulties it's uh, a weekly occurrence now soon 16 days and uh, we won't have to deal with this anymore so uh it always seems to be mine that goes as well yeah, not for anyone true. else yeah. i'm cut to re half an hour away <laughs> it's like like i said before bbc news in syria ruth what's happening you know that's, that's how breaky up you are um Thank you for letting me host a little bit today. That's all right. Uh, I quite enjoyed it. I did. I did really enjoy that. Let us know what you think about that in the either YouTube comments section if you're watching on YouTube, or drop us a tweet over on Twitter if you're uh, listening on anything else. See, because I do believe that Tom is a lot more big-brained than I am, especially when it comes to the racing strategies. So I, I quite, I'd personally like to take over on the race side to ask you and Ruth because you are all big brain, and then I'll do all the speculation and the silly stuff after. Mm-hmm. That's. I quite like that. Mm-hmm. So, do you, am I am I hosting the outro now? Or is it, are you? Uh, who's the host? Should we, should, we, should we do it at the same time? Yeah. Goodbye. Sorry. Oh, I don't. Three, I don't. Three, oh, sorry. Three, two, one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I'll see you next time. I've been Tom. I've been Reese. And I've been Reese. And I've been Ruth. Great. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>